0: Hi everybody, I'm Enrico Orsini, I'm the Scientific Lead of EHA Education. I'm
1: I'm Paolo Ghia, I'm Professor of Medical Oncology at Università Vita Salute San Raffaele Milano, where I'm directing the CLL program.
0: Welcome, we are here today to speak about treatment uh, in CLL. Paolo, the uh, treatment landscape in CLL is becoming quite crowded and it's a little difficult for people that is not Involved in this disease to understand new things. So, can you just give us a little uh, summarize of uh, uh, what is uh, available today for CLL patients? Is immunotherapy still the mainstay or there are uh, new, f- new drugs?
1: No, indeed, indeed. It's uh, rather complicated. I understand that if you are not really a CLL expert, maybe it can get confusing. Uh, I have to say that nowadays uh, chemoimmunotherapy is probably um, disappearing in the treatment landscape of CLL, at least if there is enough, uh, if there is access, if the the new drugs are um, available, as it happens in most of uh, our European countries, but of course the world is much larger, much bigger, so in many countries still, uh, of course, there is uh, um, the need of using uh, immunochemotherapy. Uh, Beside immunochemotherapy, I think that we have now many other drugs, chemo-free drugs, and in particular two main pillars, Uh, one are the BTK inhibitors and the other are the BCL2 inhibitors. At the moment we have only one uh, venetoclax, but there are many others that are indeed uh, in in phase one, uh, tested in phase one studies, so we expect that in the few months, next few months or years, we will have again uh, many other uh, molecules in that context. For BTK inhibitors, we are now at the third generation, so we have Brutinib, first generation, a Brutinib, Zanobrutinib in evolution, um, better drugs in, in terms of tolerability, maybe even in terms of efficacy, we will see uh, at ASH uh, um, uh, the uh, late-breaking upstate on Zanobrutinib with the two years um, outcome data. And then there is the third generation, uh, Pirtobrutin, Nentabrutinib and many others, that are uh, targeting the um, Btk, the mutated form of the Btk, so uh, they can be used in patients who become refractory to the first and second generation uh, Btk inhibitors.
0: So at the moment, how many of these drugs are approved? Uh, approved are uh,
1: probably a Brutinib a Calabrutinib in most uh, um, in most countries and Zanubrutinib is uh, uh, in between, it's not yet approved for CLL in many countries but it's already approved for cell or Waldenstrom and it might be approved very soon for uh, CLL. Pirtobrutinib might be available for uh, compassionate use, uh, and uh, uh, we expect both pirtobrutinib and antiblutin maybe in the next couple of years to be approved.
0: For which kind of patient?
1: For uh, they will start with relapse a, a, a refractory patient with CLL, uh, and then probably moving also to first line, but that's again uh, long term. So,
0: uh, so today, no, this is just really something to uh. know for as of today. Uh, which BTK inhibitors can be used in first line?
1: Yeah, first line we have ibrutinib and acalabrutinib okay. uh, plus or minus uh, orbinotuzumab, depending again on okay. the reimbursability.
0: Uh, you were speaking also a little bit about the side effects of these drugs. There are specific side effects that. Yes,
1: indeed, that's the main issue, probably. All the drugs that we have are very effective. We are prolonging. Uh, we are prolonging the uh, uh, survival of our patients, and indeed we are going to present here at tash also um, an abstract showing that the patient, especially elderly patients, treated with the novel therapies, uh, have a life expectation that is equal to uh, people who are not affected by the, by the disease. Having said that, there are uh, side effects, uh, typical side effects of the, uh, what we consider the BTK inhibitor class, but then uh, every new inhibitor is claiming that it's not showing uh, the, the same adverse events. We have to see, of course, with longer follow-up. We are talking about, in particular, cardiovascular toxicity, so the risk of uh, um, cardiac arrhythmias, uh, hypertension, and also the risk of bleeding, in particular major bleeding, which is very rare, but, of course, it can, be, um, it can have uh, major consequences. For this reason, the, the field evolved towards not any more continuous treatment which is typical of btk inhibitors but with fixed duration treatment and that has uh, always venetoclax the bcl2 inhibitor as the, the, the central pillar of the treatment so either in combination with antibodies anti-cd20 antibodies like obinutuzumab in first line or um, rituximab in second line for one year or two years, depending if it is first-line or relapse refractory setting. But also now we, are, we have approved, uh, it is approved, the combination between Bicel-2-inhibitor venetocax and Btk-inhibitor ibrutinib for one year in first-line.
0: Thank you. Um, in the paper we are uh, trying to discuss today, there are reported the long-term results of the cell trial. Do you want to s- briefly summarize?
1: Yes, that's uh, a paper that has been published on Hemisphere, the EHA journal, and uh, it is the uh, the final analysis actually of the ascent study, which uh, we already published with uh, with a follow up of 16 months, and it is uh, a randomized studies between acalabrutinib, or so second generation BTK inhibitors, versus physician choice of idolalysis plus rituximab or bendamastin plus rituximab and this is in the relapse refractory setting of patients with CLL. And as I said, this is uh, the final analysis at roughly four years of follow-up. We already published the data at 16 months, so roughly one and a half year. And uh, of course, with the longer follow-up, we confirm the uh, same efficacy and same tolerability of the drug. And uh, uh, in particular, because as we know, Idelalisib, which was one of the two comparators, um, it has, uh, uh, is not so well tolerated, so most patients uh, cannot um, remain on the drug for more than 18-24 uh, months, so patients progress earlier, they have toxicities, so that uh, um, uh, we know indeed that the BTK inhibitors became somehow the. Uh, well, one of the most common treatments for CLL, while instead the PIT P- kinase delta or PIT kinase in general inhibitors are uh, finding difficulties in, uh, um, in, the, uh, in being used uh, for patients with CLL.
0: And um, something about high risk CLL patients as the one is, <coughs> sorry, with TP3, TP, oh, TP53 mutation or, or deletion 70, there is something for them? Yes, indeed, I think that what we
1: learn is that uh, we can use exactly the same uh, drugs, exactly the same uh, um, uh, combination in patients with P53 aberrations. Uh, As you said, the deletion 17P or mutation in the P53 gene. uh, For the simple reason that these were high-risk patients because they did not respond to the only therapy that we had available in the patho-immunochemotherapy. For that reason, the patients who were progressing with P53 aberration they were simply not responding and therefore not having uh, much of a lifespan in front of them. Nowadays with uh, the novel therapists who are not using or relying on the P53 activation to uh, kill the cells, uh, then uh, the, the response is very similar to uh, all other patients. So definitely,
0: I think that in the future there could be not any more high risk patients. In fact, th-
1: that's what we are discussing. Nowadays, patients with p53 aberration are not anymore to be considered high risk patients. If not for the simple reason that they have to avoid immunochemotherapy. For the treatment, uh, uh, we are still discussing. The data is probably not mature. Uh, definitely, the continuous inhibition with BTK. Uh, Continuous inhibition of BTK is uh, probably at the moment the the treatment that can give the the longest uh, uh, responses, the most durable responses in our patient, very similar to all other patients. As for all the other patients, we would like to uh, get to a fixed duration treatment, so in order not to expose the patient for a long time to the drug. The fixed-duration treatment probably are less effective in this particular population, so they tend to relapse earlier, as, as shown with uh, the combination between venetoclax and obinutuzumab. Still, they relapse after uh, four years, 49 months of PFS, medium PFS, with only one year of treatment, which is a good result. All the other patients, uh, they, achieve, they have a medium PFS, which is uh, much longer. Uh, even not yet reached. For example, for mutated patient, patient with mutated immunoglobulin genes. So we have still work to do. Uh, the inhibition, the, the combination between ibrutinib and venetoclax is also more effective. But still, the patient with p53 relapsed earlier than the other patient. 80, roughly 80, 82 uh, percent uh, at uh, three years uh, of PFS, uh, while the other patient had 90 percent. So still very high, but still there is a difference. So. We can improve, but definitely they have a very nice uh, and longer life expectation at
0: the moment. Good. And to, um, and to finish, how do you um, envision the future treatment landscape for CLL? With, which class of drugs do you think that will be the of treatment in the next years?
1: Yeah, I, in the future we are exploring a number of new drugs, but uh, I have to say that somehow we are becoming afraid of leaving what we have, meaning that the BTK inhibitors and the BCA2 inhibitors are really revolutionized the treatment. They are very effective and at the moment there is nothing that really uh, se- seems able to uh, overrun these drugs. So what we are thinking is mainly to um, create a new combination using these two drugs as uh, the backbone somehow of the treatment. So of course there are bispecific, CAR T uh, many other drugs, But uh, at the moment, there is nobody that seems to be able to uh, uh, really take over uh, these two drugs. The future will be maybe not fixed duration, but time-limited treatment, meaning that uh, probably using the MRD, uh, the Detection of Minimal Residual Disease, we might modulate the length of the treatment, uh, depending on the response uh, in every single patient.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me here.